Welcome to the Washington Weekly, a ministry of Washington Baptist Church. This podcast is devoted to getting you into God's Word and equipping you to serve. I'm your host, Trent Henson, Associate Pastor. On today's episode, I'll talk about a book that will help you read the Bible as God's unfolding story of redemption fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And I'll also interview another member of Washington so you can learn more about our people and our ministries. Each week, I highlight resources I hope will help you grow in your relationship with Christ. Today's resource can help you read the Bible with better understanding by looking at the redemptive storyline of Scripture. Many people struggle to understand how all 66 books of the Bible fit together to form one grand narrative. The Bible is all about Jesus. In John 5, 39 and 40, Jesus says, You search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. But you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. And in Luke chapter 24, after Jesus has resurrected from the dead, he's teaching there about how he is fulfilling God's plan of redemption. And it says, And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, Jesus expounded to them in all the Scriptures the things concerning himself. And it continues in verse 44, where Jesus says, All things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. Now those are powerful verses where Jesus says, The books of Moses, those first five books of the Bible, all the prophecies, and even the books of wisdom like Psalms are all about him. 2 Timothy 3.15 gives us the point of the Bible. It says the Holy Scriptures are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. So where is Jesus in the Old Testament? How does all of Scripture point us to faith in Jesus Christ? Today's source can help you answer these questions. It's a book. It's titled, Christ from Beginning to End. How the Full Story of Scripture Reveals the Full Glory of God. It's written by Trent Hunter and Stephen Wellam. The book is divided into two parts. In part one, they describe what the Bible is and how to interpret it correctly. Hunter and Wellam promote reading the Bible in light of three crucial contexts. First of all, the close context, where you look at the passage and look at the words closely. Second, Consider the continuing context, where you read in light of what preceded it, as it's an unfolding story. And third, you read in a complete context, where you interpret the passage in light of the Bible's entire storyline, looking forward. They say it's a lot like driving. When you're driving a car, you have to pay close attention to what's directly in front of you. But then you're also looking at that continuing context at where you've been, and kind of a broader look. But then finally, you get that complete context, because you got to remember where you're going. It's also, also a lot like putting a puzzle together. As they explain that you have that close context, where you examine each little piece of the puzzle, its size and its shape, to see where it fits. But then you have that continuing context, where you look at what you've done so far on the puzzle, and what remains to be done. But then lastly, you get the complete context. 
because you look at the front of the box to see the big picture and what it will look like when the puzzle is complete. They just do a great job explaining how to read Scripture. And in part two, they put all this into action by walking you through the story of the Bible, by examining the four major plot movements in Scripture as it goes from creation to fall to redemption to new creation. And they also trace the covenants in Scripture along the way. God's covenant from Adam to Noah to Abraham to David to God's new covenant in Christ. This book just does a good job of showing you how to see the big picture of Jesus. Again, the book is called Christ from Beginning to End. Honestly, this is one of many quality books on understanding the storyline of Scripture. Two others I would recommend are God's Big Picture, Tracing the Storyline of Scripture by Vaughn Roberts, and also Jesus on Every Page, 10 Simple Ways to Seek and Find Christ in the Old Testament. That's by David Murray. All these books will help you see how the Holy Scripture will make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Today, my guest is Dean Kerrigan. Thank you, Dean, for joining me. Thank you, Trent, for having me here. It's, uh, it's a blessing. Well, tell us about you and your family. Well, that's a lot. But, <laughs> <laughs> yes. but uh, basically, uh, uh, 33 years ago, uh, I'll start with that, uh, I was blessed uh, to meet this uh, beautiful young lady, and uh, we knew it from the first night. And actually, seven weeks or seven, was it six, no, six months? I'm sorry, don't you tell me for that. But six months later, we were married. Wow. And uh, uh, that's how, how, how much we knew that it was to be. So we're still married, and, and uh, so it's, her name is Rhonda, and uh, I have uh, uh, two daughters and uh, four children and four great-grandchildren. So God has blessed us in, 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 in mighty ways. Uh, uh, it's, just, it's a blessing to think about them and think of them every day that, that I walk on this earth. Well, that's it. Yeah, I'd say you are blessed. That's a neat story of how quickly you met and, and knew that was the person for you. Well, what led you to Washington? Well, <clears throat> Trent, uh, I could say many things. Uh, when my, in 1993, when we joined the church with it before, we went there because of my daughter. She wouldn't go to any Sunday school class anywhere, any church we went to. So, uh, you know, children like that sometimes. They are, yeah. And uh, so uh, we finally found, met a church that matched us. Uh, we walked into a church, and uh, they had two classes of three-year-olds, and both of them had 22 children in one. Wow. So they had over 40 children, and uh, one class had at least two sets of triplets, or one set of triplets and two sets of twins. Wow. And uh, my daughter, uh, and I'll tell you this, and I'll explain why we went up, but at that point on, my daughter met her best friends in her life, who she still hangs out with. That's great. So we yeah. grew up with these, these people in her life. And that's what my wife and I wanted to do. So we, we, we decided we're going to follow her up in her years as she goes up, we're going to teach Sunday school. We're going to do whatever we can to volunteer to stay with her. Because I'll be honest with you, I didn't know a whole lot about raising kids or, or having kids and 
the trends of what's going on that day. So uh, we we followed her up from five years old all the way up to she was sixteen or seventeen years old. Okay. Yeah. And I you know I taught RAs and and different things and my wife and then she she taught other things and but uh, I just felt like it was important that we climbed that ladder with her. Yeah. In the spiritual walk she was in, uh, we were blessed and. Uh, but after about 15 years, about, about when she was getting ready to get out of last uh, graduate, or get out of, uh, uh, on her own, we came to a, a, a time of acknowledgement that we were, felt like we just needed to move. There was just something when you, when you feel like that you're not gaining, mm-hmm. you know, something from your walking, and, and it, you, you just feel like you need to move on. Right, yeah. So uh, moving on, we... We tested other grounds, other churches, and and uh, and we came to Washington Baptist Church because first, my my wife has family members that's part of this from the very beginning, okay. and uh, she, there's, there's such a grounding here uh, for her. And uh, I grew up in Spartanburg, and she grew up in Greer, but uh, so when we came here, we felt the people. I think I may have said it a while ago that the people here are so, they don't sit on their seats. They, 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 they actually do what I feel like, in my personal opinion, the churches should do. Yeah. And that's show themselves of being uh, servants. And so, I, I, you know, I've always, uh, I've always tried to, to, when I joined a church, try to fit in and do things to glorify God. And, and, and just, I mean, just made a habit of it. And, uh, it was easy to do that here when we came to Washington because people would right off of that ask you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, so uh, that's one of the main things. We just felt the Lord here and his favor. And so I guess about six years ago we joined. Okay. And, uh, and ever since it's just history. There you go. So you came looking for a place to serve and to grow and, and it seemed like a perfect fit. So uh, when you arrived, we put you to work. So, <laughs> that's right. Well, well, tell us how are you know what kind of things are you doing now? How are you involved here at Washington? Well, uh, I I kind of keep a little busy. Sometimes I can overdo myself. My wife tells me that every day. Sometimes you just then you got to watch yourself. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm felt led when I when I do something in my heart. Really, then I'm felt led that God's. Well, I'm not just joining something to, but. Uh, when it got time for the food bank, that kind of fit in a little bit with uh, ministry that I have right now that we started back in 2005 where we serve uh, the homeless and different things. And, and it felt comfortable to me to be a part of that. So when the food pantry came, I joined hands with Josh Harvey and David and, and all the ones that are involved in that. And uh, they made it so easy. And uh, so I felt led to do the food pantry. Now, um, as you go through as each month, there's uh, this is why I'm saying God is growing His church the way it needs to be. There's there's growing pains going right now in this church, and and we need prayer, and our everybody needs prayer. This church needs prayer. All the people in this church need prayer. So I I made myself a part of uh, a couple prayer teams and a couple support teams uh, with uh, uh, one with uh, homebound uh, uh, church members. And also a member of a prayer team, a special prayer team that that uh, I feel like that is uh, changing inside this church right now. I can you can feel it every every time we meet together. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
uh, I, I'm, I'm probably doing a few other things that I, that I can't probably say that it's a ministry in the church, but I make it a part of uh, my life and, and helping as many as I can. But uh, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm, uh, uh, the, the, special, the special prayer team, mm-hmm. uh, we're seeing people that are ministers on their own like Ross Burgess, and I hope I can mm-hmm. say that all right. Yeah, right. Uh, Ross uh, has been a part of my heart since I moved here, mm-hmm. uh, and I, uh, and it, it's just a, a special, special blessing to be able to go out and pray for him. We did that the other day, and it was such a blessing. And other members of this church that are leaders that they, they just need somebody to lift them up, right. and I encourage anybody who's out there, if it's not a part of, oh, start your own team or come to us. Mm-hmm. We're trying to let me split this thing off and or whatever at some point, but it, you need to get involved with with these things. It's just it's just such a blessing. That's it. Yeah, and that's one thing I know about you. Um, I think my first interaction with you was at the food uh, pantry that we have. Yeah. Um, and you're one of what four or five leaders, I guess, um, who kind of started that ministry. And. Um, yeah, I know that's a way that our community knows our church is here and our church cares about them. And I think you're very mission-minded. Like you say, you're in a prayer group that even goes outside the walls of this church to pray for people um, in our community. And um, I know you're taking discipleship courses here at the church. I mean, I, I really love your heart for ministry, that you want to serve and uh, give God the glory and meet needs. And that's really what Amen. a church ought to be doing. That's right. And so I appreciate all that that you do there. And I know this week, uh, starting in May, um, our food pantry will be back in person again. Yes. I know we had a drive-through during COVID. Um, and so I'm, I'll be glad I'm actually doing the devotion this uh, Saturday. <laughs> so I'm excited about getting back in, in the building Amen. and being able to get God's word to them again as we deliver the food. I'll tell you uh, one story and uh, why I, 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 the first, this happened the very first day that I started the food ministry. There was one lady that came in, and I won't—I don't—I can't remember her name. I wouldn't—I wouldn't divulge it because I couldn't remember it. But uh, she came in, and uh, she was embarrassed, and uh, that touched my heart. I mean, I don't, nobody should be embarrassed if you need something. God said He'd supply all of our needs according to His riches and glory. Mm-hmm. But uh, she came up to me, and she come pulled me aside. She said. But you don't understand. She said, I'm a pastor's wife. I said, so? <laughs> That's right. I said, God's right. here to bless pastors. He's here to bless anybody who needs it. He's not a he's not a uh he's not a character of man. He doesn't believe he doesn't believe one man's good over another. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I said, You'd have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. I said, He is in fact, he he'll bless you for trusting him mm-hmm. in this matter. Mm-hmm. So that was my very first one. The second one, I was able to, we were able to lead a young man, a 16-year-old, to Christ. He was a cutter. Okay. And uh, Josh Harvey and I were able to lead him to the Lord. He had a very, very harsh uh, childhood when he was growing up and didn't have a parent to go to. So there's been many times, I could, many stories like that I can tell you. Mm-hmm. So you go in there to build your testimony, and that's why we're there. That's right. So that's why I'm there anyway. That's it. So, yeah, and, I've, and I've heard many stories like that from people involved in the food pantry. And I've met people myself I know. Um, 
when I, I just speak occasionally there. And um, I've kind of built relationships with people um, through that. And, and it's amazing. And we've had people join our church mm-hmm. by that outreach. And we have a lot of people that, who are in that situation are volunteering. Mm-hmm. That's right. Every they, week. Yes. Dedicated. Were, uh, yeah, coming to get food. And then after they kind of got help, now they come to help others. <laughs> That's right. That's amazing. That's right. So, amazing. But I appreciate all that you do here to serve the Lord at, at Washington. And my, my last question I always ask, and this is difficult for people to answer sometimes, mm-hmm. but uh, what do you think is the best thing about Washington Baptist Church? Wow. What's the best thing? That's a hard question. That's a hard question to answer as far as uh, my eyes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the spirit. Uh, I can't, it's hard to explain. Uh, you, you'll know when you're in the right place. The Holy Spirit will let you know when you're in the right place if you ask him. That you know. we, we asked, we, the, when we first came here, we, uh, we, our prayer was, our family prayer was, God, show us that this is the right place before we join because we'd been at one church for so long and, you know, it was, uh, we wanted to make sure it's the right one. And this, this, we, my wife and I were, at this time, our daughter was left, leaving the home, and so we were pretty much in our own say. Uh, but we felt the Spirit draw us here. Even though my wife had a family drawing us here because of them, it was the Spirit of the Holy Spirit drawing us here through Drew and his messages. Because mm-hmm. any question I had on my heart, Drew answered me every Sunday. I mean, it was a blessing. So that's the main reason why, because we were Drew by the Spirit mm-hmm. and the people. Um, it's hard to, it's hard. I can't compliment about. It's just it, it'd be a compliment. I mean, all compliments, and uh, but I don't see a, a lot of uh, negatives or anything in the church. It's just not there. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, it. So it's just been uh, kind of like a family to you, and the exactly. people and the, and the spirit here, and uh, I, I hear that from a lot of people. That is, I think. We are, I think, accepting church. I hope so. Uh, that people kind of feel loved when they walk in the door and, and feel like it is a family. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, I appreciate your time today. It was good to get to know you. And uh, thank you again for just the way that you serve. Thank you, Trent, for inviting me here today. And I hope that something I said would help someone to draw them to hear or to maybe releasing themselves to do something that God is trying to get them to do. So. Maybe something that'll get to work for them. That's it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Dean mentioned that he is one of the coordinators of the church food pantry. The bottom floor of our new addition is dedicated to this ministry. Our food pantry is open every Saturday morning. Due to COVID, we've been doing a drive through But this Saturday, May 1st, we'll be back indoors. Clients can sign up to arrive at 8 a.m. or 8.30 a.m. A message from the Bible is shared with each group before they receive their food because we want to meet their spiritual need as well as their physical need. If you'd like to serve in this ministry, please contact Dean Kerrigan, David O'Shields, or Josh Harvey. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Washington Weekly. Washington Baptist Church is located at 3500 North Highway 14 in Greer, South Carolina. Check us out online at WashingtonBaptist.org. 
Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast as you get into God's Word and prepare to serve.